Welcome to Collision Cast, Fender Bender's official podcast, helping collision repair shop operators make money, save money, and work smarter. I'm Steve Bauer, editor for Fender Bender Magazine. Today, I'm excited to chat with Megan Fulkerson, managing partner and strategist for 3P Marketing. So we're going to dive into a topic today that I find fascinating, and that is a digital marketing tool that allows auto body shops to directly target owners, I mean, listen to this, of specific vehicle makes and models at home. So can you share some more information about what exactly this technology does, Megan, and how does it work? Yeah. So being a digital marketing agency, we have access to just an abundance of data and one of the data that or some of the data that just became available to us is basically transunion reporting data so you know that's like the credit bureau and what that allows us to do is we have a tool that I can go in and I work with the majority of shops we work with you know have a, um, a few vehicle certifications if not you know a lot and it's really important for them to kind of get the money out of their investment that they made to be certified to repair those brands. And so what we'll do is we can pick like a, you know, an area, a radius around the shop. And like, let's say that there's, um, you know, pro first certified. So that'd be Honda and Acura. And then they want to fix more Hondas because they're also, or excuse me, like Hondas, you know, they want to really go after those owners. And so what this allows us to do is match up the, household of where those vehicles owners live um, and then we're then able to serve ads to them at home and so what that looks like is with them being at home that means anything that's connecting to like the wi-fi data that's connected to their home and that could be all the devices so it could be a lap you know multiple laptops it could be three cell phones in the home you know a desktop computer and so on and so a really good kind of use for this is that we can go in build out that audience we create ads or our graphic design team creates ads that has those vehicle logos on there we talk about you know why it's so important to take it your vehicle to a certified shop safe repairs proper repairs um you know holding on to the value of the vehicle if you would get into a wreck and really just target them to the people that fit that criteria okay um and then what's pretty cool is like on the other end of things we're actually able to show the body shop that we work with each month, how many of those people ended up coming into their doors um, based on just foot traffic, you know, conversions or Bluetooth essentially is how we're, we go about tracking that. Um, but we're really able to show them how many people saw the ads, clicked on the ads, which would take them to the website or came into the shop. Okay. How far out does this work? I mean, is there like, I know like with geofencing, there's a specific area you can, you know, map out. How does this technology compare to something like that? How do you, how far out can you reach, you know, potential customers? Yeah. So, I mean, in theory, we can target, you know, the entire United States. Um, we wouldn't do that, of course. Yeah. Geo, like traditional geofencing works by placing that electronic fence around the rough line of a competitor's shop or, you know, dealership right. or tow yard, et cetera. And then it works solely based on the Bluetooth of the person walking in. It's like pinging that electronic fence, like, hey, this person's device is here. And then we're able to see, um, you know, that's how we're able to see if they ever went into the other shop, like the person running the campaign or competitor, strictly based on Bluetooth. This is a little bit different because we are still utilizing Bluetooth data, but we're 
essentially putting that Bluetooth fence around the parcel is what the term is we have. It's essentially like the house. Okay. Um, and so that's how that works. Okay. So, all right. So I own a Jeep Cherokee and let's say there's a shop by me that, you know, specializes in Jeep repair. Um, how often would you target, you know, someone like myself who has not been in the shop before? Um, would I be getting these via email, text? How do they show up in my, you know, on my end? Yeah. That's a great question. So these ads are not through email and they are not like a push notification, you know, where if you like open your phone right. or, you know, you get a pop up. Um, cause that is all based on, you know, for an email, you have to have someone to opt in and, in this case, you know, we don't have anyone over there like collecting the emails to get people to opt into these. And on the flip side, the app or like the push notification is required for them to download an app. And so anyways, without those, um, these ads are actually really great because they are staying in front of people. So let's say it's um, yourself and your partner at home and that, you know, you both are looking at different things online mm. and these ads are actually able to just kind of mesh into whatever you're looking at online. So there's no set list of websites these are going to show up on because every single person, you know, in the world is essentially looking at different things if they're browsing online. And so these ads are going to be embedded in the top, on the sides, in between an article. It could be a recipe. You could be on a game. You could be on the Weather Channel app. Um, and you'll see them in that way. Okay. So how does it work with who you actually target? I mean, are you working off of VIN numbers? Because, I mean, let's say this person wants to market and there's, okay, let's say they're a Honda repair shop. But yet, let's say there's a Honda dealership two miles down the road. Well, obviously, they don't, they don't want to ping a bunch of cars that don't have owners yet. So how exactly does that technology fit in there? Yeah, so the data that we're using to correlate the vehicle to the household is coming through TransUnion. Okay. So that would be the credit reporting. Um, also, dealer service centers, um, service record, like third party service records, you know, for like oil changes, things of that nature. Um, all of that is being reported back, and that's all stuff that our database has access to. Okay. And so it uses all that to kind of create a list, if you will. So if I sell my Jeep, to, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no. No, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, I was just going to say that there is there is a, quite a bit of privacy in place, actually. I know it might not seem like it, but there's no, like, let's say you asked me for the actual list. Yeah. I, I don't have a way to access or download that, if that makes sense. Like, I have no way to go through and, like, download a list and then drive around in my city and put flyers in a mailbox or anything like all that is protected we're able to serve ads to it but the data itself stays protected from the team that brings you fender bender comes the fender bender management conference a unique opportunity to learn directly from top performers in the collision repair industry bringing fender bender magazine to life held september 26th through 28th in arlington texas FBMC will feature leading voices like Mike Anderson, Daryl Amberson, and Louis Sharp discussing how shop owners like you are able to find guaranteed solutions to achieve your goals and sustain future success. Register for the Fenderbender Management Conference today. Use code PODCAST at FenderbenderConference.com for a discount to this year's event. So if I were to sell my Jeep tomorrow, let's say, um, 
and I were to buy a totally different type of, of make and model. So I'm not even a Jeep owner anymore. Does that mm-hmm. does that information then get transferred to the new owner? So I would I immediately stop receiving um, like you said, I, I would stop seeing those ads in the websites as I'm, you know, as I'm browsing. How, yeah. how, how soon does that happen? I honestly do not know the answer to that, so okay. I'll have to look into that. Um, from my experience with other things in this arena, usually the credit bureau is taking 30 or 60 days to update. So okay. that would be, you know, what I, my hypothesis on that answer, but I do not have a definite answer. All right. So, is is this something that is considered a new technology, or has it been around for a while? So, the technology of being able for us to build out an audience has been around for a few years. Mm-hmm. Still relatively new, and a lot of people don't know. But the ability to go through and select the vehicle manufacturers and the owners of those vehicles—that's like brand new. We actually just got access to that a few weeks ago. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's pretty cool. I've uh, got to do it with a few campaigns already, and it's just really awesome because we actually have a visual tool that it does not let you, you know, zoom in on the house exactly. But I I can put in a radius, and I can actually put in the you know vehicles that I want to target, and it'll show me in terms of like little dots and areas on the map over how many households match that criteria. So for one, I ran for Porsche the other day. I could see how many Porsche owners you know, we're in a certain area and so on. Okay. So as far as, um, dealers use, you know, trying to decide, you know, we've got all these great digital strategies out there. We see geofencing. I know the last time we talked in the last podcast, you know, we have, now we have weather-based, uh, app forecasting. Mm-hmm. Um, where does this rank as far as effectiveness? Yeah. I mean, Honestly, it's, it's very effective. I would put it right up there with the geofencing. Okay. Um, and the reason being is just it's so targeted because what we've done so far is like just targeted, you know, Porsche owners, Honda owners, you know, Ford, Tesla, et cetera. But you can actually take it a step like further and you can actually only select specific makes if you want. We have not done that because, you know, the body shops we've worked with, they just want to hit. Porsche owners or whoever, they don't necessarily care about the exact make and model, but you can actually kind of narrow it down to that point. Um, And, you know, what's better if if you have, like I said, spent the money to be certified, you have, you know, technicians that have all the training and so on, you know, what a better way, like, is there a better way to do it other than literally getting your message and your ad and name in front of people that own the vehicle that you're trying to fix more of? Um, you know, it's kind of hard, in my opinion, to find a better way to go about doing it in terms of just being extremely targeted. Well, I, I would agree with that. Uh, so this is a new technology. I know you probably have some of your clients on it, obviously, that you're working with. Um, yep. are, you see, are, are they seeing a good return on their investment so far? Is this something they're excited about? I mean, how are they feeling about it? Yeah, so we're only like a week in. Huh. So. Okay. Don't have a lot of data yet. Um, <laughs> in theory, there should be no reason that it does not perform well, but I, I'd have to, it's so new and I was so uh, excited for the opportunity to speak with you just because it was perfect timing. Um, we'll have to follow up on that. But like I said, so far, so good. I'm really excited to see the results. Well, that's good. Well, I'll tell you this. Um, we just got the results from our 2022 Fender Bender Industry Survey. And there's a group of questions there about social media use and how many dealers actually use it. 
and that that's going to be our next podcast, Megan. We can, we can follow up on on this, but uh, I was um, shocked in a bad way to realize how few um, shop owners out there actually use social media at all to advertise. And the ones, according to the survey, the ones who do, they just usually use Facebook and leave it at that. And so when you see those numbers, but then I sit here and I'm talking to you and I listen to this amazing technology that they, you know, could have at their fingertips, it makes you wonder why more don't use it. Do you think it's more of a, a fear thing? Is it a, I don't want to spend the money? I know the last time we talked, it's like, okay, in the past, the dealer or the shop owner's concerns were, well, we don't want to just throw money at the wall and see what sticks. You know, and mm -hmm. you, we sat down and we talked. We're like, listen, these are some proven techniques that work, whether it's Google AdWords, you know, geofencing, all that stuff that we discuss now. I mean, this is just another tool in your tool belt, right, to make you a more effective marketer? Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, it's kind of about if you have a – you could have the best, you know, product or in this case service ever. But if people don't know about it, right. you know, they're probably not going to be coming to the door. And I think one of the reasons a lot of shops don't – take advantage of the quote-unquote freeness of social media is just because it seems daunting um you know social media wasn't big when a lot of these shop owners were kind of growing up it's just a different uh chapter if you will and so I think it can be daunting because they're like I don't know what to post I don't know how often to post you know to be honest some may not know how to post which is completely okay right um kind of the alternative, if you will, or something that a lot of shops do, I, I would go and say that probably 50% of the shops we work with don't really fully utilize social media. And that's why they've decided to go the digital marketing route and kind of utilizing geofencing and kind of these offerings. Because for them, you know, they, they have hired an outside company or an outside person to manage it. So they don't have to kind of be in the weeds with it. And I think that's where the hang up with social media can get. Right. And, you know, it is kind of nice. I know that a lot of, you know, shop owners are wearing so many hats and just trying to keep everything flowing through the shop. And so it is nice for them to be able to hand something off um, and kind of let us handle it in that sense. Oh, that's awesome. Well, yeah, this is something that definitely you and I are going to have to touch base with again next month yeah. when we talk. Um, but this, to me, I, I find this to be just a very interesting marketing tool, Megan. Uh, and I'll be really curious to see in a month's time. Uh, you, you should have some more data by then to share. Yep. Um, but I'll, I'll be curious to see just how popular this becomes and, and what kind of return on investment they get. So, um, Absolutely. Again, I want to thank you. You all, It's always fascinating to talk to you. I love you know learning about digital marketing. And there's always new stuff on the horizon. It's great. Um, so thank you, Megan. appreciate your thank time you. once again. Uh, my name is Steve Bauer, and this has been Collision Cast. We will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode. As a reminder, from the team that brings you Fenderbender comes the Fenderbender Management Conference. At the Fenderbender Management Conference, we bring together 200-plus owners, operators, and decision makers from progressive, forward-thinking collision repair shops. The Fenderbender Management Conference features more than 30 strategy sessions, 
created and presented by top performers within the collision repair industry, bringing Fenderbender Magazine to life. In addition to the strategy sessions, you will also receive more than 12 hours of time to network, meet with your peers, and interact with your industry vendors. Held September 26th through the 28th in Arlington, Texas, FBMC will feature leading voices like Mike Anderson, Daryl Amberson, and Louis Sharp discussing how shop owners like you are able to find guaranteed solutions to achieve your goals and sustain future success. Tickets are expected to sell out. Register for the Fenderbender Management Conference today. Use code PODCAST at FenderbenderConference.com for a discount to this year's event.